I've got the birth of hard, annoying stuff that you discarded as quickly as you could after the age of 16. And I have some grumpy people who wouldn't get off a boat and refuse to found the most powerful country in the world. This sounds promising. It does, doesn't it? Welcome to Date Fight. It's the 11th of November. Mm. I'm Nat Tapley, he's Jake Yap, and we have looked through all of history, leafed through it, pulled out the most promising facts that occurred today, and are going to mash them against each other like teenagers mashing faces at a party. Except angrier. Angry, well... Because obviously, this is one of those great big dates yes. in the calendar. Yeah. Are we both swerving the great big date? Yes, we both sw- Well, I've swerved, I've swerved it too. I, I think that's probably a good idea. Because yeah. the great big date, everyone's going to It is a day that. of remembrance, and they should remember that day. Absolutely. But they already should be remembered. They shouldn't need yeah. us to remind them. Yeah, you don't want two people banging tin trays over their heads for coins yeah. to be trying to do that sort of remembrance. No. Uh, so uh, what we've got is two alternative moments from history apiece. Uh, mm. We will pit them against each other in two rounds and find out who emerges supreme. Uh, so why don't we kick off with round one? Round one! Who's first for round one? Uh, I'll go first if you like. Do. Uh, I've got from 1675 Mm. in the old money, uh, the German mathematician Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz. Ah, yes. Inventor of of delicious biscuit. How do you know that? I thought you were going to go for the biscuit joke. <laughs> That's all I was going to go for. <laughs> oh, yes, the biscuit. It's the, it's a pro- the I, niece biscuit. <laughs> the rich tea. He demonstrated integral calculus for the first time mm. to find the area under the graph of Y equals... Uh, I don't know. F brackets X. Oh, F brackets X, of course. Uh, Basically, he 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 helped everyone have yeah. to do hard maths that doesn't involve numbers anymore, which no. I don't think is appropriate. No, you know, anything, he ruined is, maths. Maths is numbers. You know, when it made the jump to letters, I was out. <laughs> That's where it jumped the shark. <laughs> yeah. Season yeah. five, where yeah. they introduced X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It wasn't it called season V. Okay, it used to be yeah. letters and then it went numbers and then it... All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, so he did that. And then ooh, I'm assuming the biscuit was created in his honour. In his honour. Because he demonstrated... Maybe the made up from the area that, under that, other biscuits. Exactly. That the, the area under the chocolate, Y, mm. equals F brackets biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's exactly what happened. But I mean, it's a masterful biscuit. It's got to be. I mean, maybe yeah, the and top Newton biscuit. doesn't have any biscuits named after him, does he? And he claimed he invented calculus. Uh, and he got no biscuit. I don't know why I was going to say fig rolls. Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. Yeah, That's a thing, oh, isn't no, it? Both... It is a thing. What we should have done is eat Leibniz and Fig we Newtons. Sh- we should have Choco Leibniz and Fig Newton. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the clues in the title: Choco Leibniz or Fig Newton. Right. Really. Which? Yeah, chocolate, chocolate or figs. Or figs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun new game. <laughs> so, yeah, I think just on biscuits alone, yeah, Leibniz has to has He's to win. He's the winner. Has to win. Yeah. Uh, are you good at maths? Are you no. a maths-brained no, person? No, I'm a terrible at maths person. Yeah, I'm not. Not ter- you know. I know if I've got the right change in the shop, but that's about it. Oh, 
<laughs> Get you. Checking the veracity of... I, I, I had one amazing, inspiring maths teacher mm. who's... He set up... This is like in an inner London state school. Very, very rough. Mm. And I know for a fact that like something like 25% of the people in my class from that from that school ended up in prison. Like, it mm. was rough. This guy set up a maths club, like, after school, and Had people he just came. he Poet Society? He was, he was that. Yeah. He was amazing. And he lent me his scientific calculator one summer to use and learn about. And that was a brand new thing. Mm. There were no computers yeah. in those days. So it was that whoop-de-doo thing yeah. that you could draw graphs on and stuff. Right. And I was playing around with it, not knowing what I was doing because we were into letters, not yeah, numbers. Letters and that's just numbers silly. Yeah, don't do that. And anyway, I played with it, you know, a few times over the summer. And I gave it back to him uh, in the autumn and said, oh, thanks very much, sir. And he, he came back to me sort of after the break and said, you wiped everything I programmed <laughs> into that calculator. It took me days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's where like, you wiped was going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was solar powered and it yeah, oh, never no. picked up signal again. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my fun math story for you. That's Leibniz. That's Leibniz. Um, I will go to, let's do 12.15, the 11th of November, 12.15. Ah, yes. The fourth council of the Lateran, of course. Of course it is. That um, hoary old chestnut. Yeah. Uh, so everyone got together in the entire church to get together and decide whether or not transubstantiation should ha- would happened, whether that was a thing. Whether it was a thing. Whether, whether that existed or not. But also... Now, to the uninitiated, yes. this is the water and wine. No, yes. this is the wine and the wafer. The wine and the wafer, when you is eat them, you're do they eating... actually turn into bits of actual Jesus? Mm. Inside or... of you. Is that a metaphor? That was is... the argument. They, they got together to have an right. argument about whether or not that was a metaphor or whether when you ate it at yeah. some point... You're pooing Jesus. You're pooing out Jesus. Should one poo Jesus? I don't think so. It doesn't seem very respectful, does it? I would never poo Jesus. I never have pooed Jesus. If you had to poo someone, who would you poo? Ronald Reagan. No hesitation. Amazing. That's right, yeah. I'd have to think. How about you? Um, Annika Rice. Because <laughs> she's really nice. Like, she'd be really nice about it. And you'd be like, oh, I'm right. so sorry. And she'd oh, be like, think it's fine. When she emerges, she's still alive. Like, you've given birth to a tiny pooey Annika Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I was just imagining a chewed up what, bit like, of, been through your digestive system. Yeah. But still... Oh, I mean, you think she's still functioning? Well, having been through... it's only a bit. True. So if the rest of her was intact, if you'd taken like a mouth swap... Oh, okay. So you're not... Of Annika Rice. The whole thing. No. Okay. Like, Annika Rice, I'm so sorry. Away from wide. Right, yeah. Well, and you just... Yeah, maybe you wipe uh, like a, a cracker around the inside <laughs> of her mouth and then you eat that. Yeah. She'd be really nice about it. It feels a bit CSI more than church. I mean, if that were involved, the church going to of church Southern involved. Idaho. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In any case, anyway, uh, my claim for it being important is not only did they discuss transubstantiation, which is what did they conclude? Uh, they said yes, it does happen. It definitely turns back into real Jesus at some point inside your tummy. Amazing. So, like, it's I mean, basically, where it happens, it's the, some, some, somewhere between the back of your tongue and the top of your tummy, seriously? Jesus comes in. And so, yeah, so, that so, isn't where I wanted to be at all. So, like, the wafer and the wine are basically a Jesus pot noodle. Like, yes. you rehydrate Jesus. Yeah. That's amazing. It's like an airplane Jesus meal. Yeah. That's, or like when you buy the freeze-dried ice cream at, you know, mm. the space centre. I've never done I that. I don't know. No, that, yeah, I see. That's what you do. But the other thing they decided was that uh, all non-Christians should have to wear 
um, distinctive clothing. And that's where that idea entered Western culture, that you should uh, discriminate religiously um, and make people of different religions wear different clothing. So you can tell exactly who the people who aren't Christians are. Wow. So 1215, that's where that came from. That's interesting. And and that was just like across the board, like normal it was Muslims people. and Jews. They said Muslims and Jews oh, right. should have to wear something to say because oh, right. they're wondering. Maybe around, just like know. an armband, something like that, something like that. Maybe this whole get up. Wow. But yes, usually just uh, some sort of sewn on patch or armband yeah. would do. Is that wow? That's quite the eye opener. Yeah, and that's uh, an idea that's still with us today. So I thought that was the most important thing coming out of that. Well, that's one point to you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Eight and a half plays three and a half. This is a cumulative scoring system we have uh, from the inception of this podcast back on the 5th of November. Mm -hmm. Um, And before we have round two, let's do the birthdays and death days. Happy birthday to Fyodor Dostoevsky. Oh. He's the happiest Russian writer of all. He's not happy at all. No. But he's the one that everyone pretends they've read and haven't. Yes. Read have, the mur- have you read him? I've read The Murdering the Old See, Woman. There one. you are, pretending away. Yeah, pretending away. <laughs> Uh, also, happy birthday to Martha Annie Whiteley, a British chemist who tested mustard gas on herself during the First World War. No way. Yeah. She was investigating the effects of mustard gas and went, you know, the best way to find this out is to test it on myself. Ah, that's a terrible idea! Wow. Yeah. Did she, I mean, did she survive? Yeah, she survived. She went on to uh, do, um, do chemistry. Vinegar gas, <laughs> yeah. salt gas and pepper All gas. the condiment gases. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, and also happy birthday to June Whitfield. Oh, love June Whitfield. You can't not. No, everyone's June Whitfield. Everybody has to love June Whitfield. I'd kind of love it if someone came forward and said, That June Whitfield! I saw her kick a puppy! (laughs) She loved it! Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Never going to happen. Happy death day, sad death day, to Nat Turner, the enslaved preacher who led a two-day slave revolt uh, in America in 1831 and was then put to death. Oh, wow. Also, happy birthday, death day, to Yasser Arafat. Oh, crikey. Yeah, getting serious this is ones a hardcore death. <laughs> and happy death day to Tutberger, the wife of Lothar II, who was a grandson of Charlemagne and was king of Lotharingia. But his hu- but Lothar accused her of incest with her brother and forced her to plunge her hand into a vat of boiling water to prove that she hadn't been having sex with her brother. She successfully did that. What? And uh, Lothar was told off by the Pope for making her do that. Other interesting facts about Luther is that he had uncles called Charles the Fat and Louis the German. <laughs> they sound like absolute legends. Did they ever go to Benidorm? <laughs> this is Charles the Fat. This one. Louis the German. Louis the German. Go on, say it. How you say it? Couldn't hug. <laughs> wow. That's all extraordinary. Actually, no, I got it wrong. It's not Charles the Fat, it's Charles the Bald. Charles the Fat. Hey! You never guess what we call him. Charles the Fat. Baldy Charles. Charles the Bald. I'm going to say right now, Mm. I do not appreciate jokes about bald people. No. I I think there's a basic rule of thumb with comedy. Mm -hmm. You can make a joke about anything anyone has any agency over. Right. Right? So if you choose to sport a moustache, mm-hmm. I'm going to rip you for that because you yeah. look stupid. And I'll say right now, this whole beard's trend has got to go. Um, 
Whereas, you know, a physical disability or, you know, your hair falling out or something, it's not something you have any governance over. You can't blame someone for that. You can't mock them for that. It's very straightforward. Religion is the only sort of grey area with that. Because you kind of go, well, did you choose to be religious or did you not? I don't know. Surely you can mock the belief without necessarily mocking the believer in the case of religion. Knock yourself out. Bagsy Christians. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Bagsy Trust Investigation. (laughs) Good. Let's have round two before we get into any more trouble. Mm -hmm. Round two. Right, what you got? Round two, I have the Mayflower Compact, November 11th, 1620, which is when the bunch of people who were on the Mayflower, who were of two groups generally, there were the religious people who definitely wanted to get away from King James and go and set up a new country where they could be practice religion as they wanted, mm-hmm. and the other people who just wanted to go to America and kill beavers and make money and send furs back. Cool. Uh, they all had a piece of paper saying, you're allowed to go to Northern Virginia and set up a colony um, and make some money and send it back to us and live there then. So they sailed across the Atlantic and didn't get to Northern Virginia. They ended up in Cape Cod instead. Uh, Cape Oops. Cod, of course, was called Cape Cod because of the huge teeming shoals of cod that were off it. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Uh, apart from John Smith called it Cape James because of the teeming shoals of King James's. That he saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they found themselves in Cape Cod, at which point the religious people said, we should probably just stay here because actually going down to Virginia, which is a colony which the king already owns and is named after, you know, an, an Tudor monarch and to go to Jamestown, which is named actually after King James, maybe we should just stay here. Yeah, to stay out of the call it way. Nigel Town. Yeah, it's just top of my head. Yeah. Nigel, why do you call it? We'll just call it Nigel. Just, just saying, it's got a nice ring. Um, so they said we should, we should stay here in Cape Cod and eat all these cod. Right. And the people who wanted to go to Virginia said, no, that's a silly idea. That all the tobaccos down there and tobacco is what people love. Yeah, um, they're absolutely potty about it. Yeah, and so we're not getting off the boat unless you take us where we where we want to go. Oh. And so the Mayflower was sort of stuck there and no one could get off the boat for a couple of days until they worked out what was going to happen. So they wrote a little mini constitution called the Mayflower Compact, which they all signed saying, OK, when we get off, we're all going to have a we'll have a governor who we've all agreed. and We will do what they say as long as we agree that what they say is to properly make houses and help us live and isn't silly. And it's one of the first examples of a proper written constitution we've got of people saying... This is what we agree to. This is the agreement yeah. we've all come to. There's no government. There's no state here. There's no one yeah, to tell yeah. us what to do. So what's, what's our agreement? It's like a boaty Brexit. Yeah, boaty but Brexit. R- resolved in three days instead of three and a half years. Boat, boat, yeah. yeah, I was trying to work in and I couldn't get... Wow! There you go, that's my choice. Oh, so you just call it nine and a half. I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Uh, 1925. Mm. The first recording session Ooh. of Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five. Oh... And what an amazing confluence. And I, I always try to figure out with jazz, <coughs> did the fact that recording had arrived mm. mean that things like improvisation spread because suddenly you could capture a recording and propagate it of something that happened in that moment? Or was it just a lucky confluence that this amazing, innovative, spontaneous form of music happened at the same time as recording arrived i <coughs> sorry <laughs> have an opinion that should be obscured by coughing it is so bad <laughs> um i would have, I, 
Well, sheet music people had a big problem with recorded music, didn't they? When recorded music turned up... It's killing. Home, like, home, home recording is, is, is killing is, sheet yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. And the sheet music people were very cross about that. Right. So I assume that performance... I don't know. That has no relevance to what you were asking. Doesn't matter. It's just a fact. It's a good fact. I didn't know that. They, I, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That a lot of a lot of sheet went down. <laughs> a lot of sheet music. Presumably, a lot of music was. Yeah. On sheet. Yeah. It was all. It was all sheet. Yeah. Until that point. Until until the jazz. Do you like the jazz? I love the jazz. Do you? Do yeah. you like the great? Glopping ribbons of jazz. I do. What jazz do you like? Because when people say jazz, it's yeah, a very... Like, so it's up like until 1956, saying, I like jazz. Correct! Yeah. I don't like jazz. Thank you. Oh, come to my arms. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't take the... Anything after sketches the, for Spain or something like The blowing that, and the waggling and the... Well, I'm pretty sure that it's, uh, it's definitely nine and a half for you. Because that, that, that was a great one. I had no idea. Mm. That was really great. Um, so... Just to show, be grumpy... And you can end up founding a whole new system of government. I think that's what where we are right now, isn't yep. it? Okay. Let's hope so. That's my, Across the board. That's my very quiet call to arms. <laughs> uh, well, well done. You, Thank you. You swept the board uh, nine and a half to three and a half. Wow. Uh, but it's not over nope. because history isn't and neither is the calendar. We will be back tomorrow uh, with another date fight. In the meantime, um, if you could subscribe, share, rate and review. Uh, or because We'd be very grateful. Yeah, quite pathetic, really. Yeah. The sort of exhortations, and you know, here's here's what I will say: is we're not doing it like the you know the YouTubers say, go ahead and smash that like button. <laughs> like no one's telling you to smash anything. You, you, know, you can just lightly depress. Just, yeah. you, you really don't have to uh, use an appropriate amount of force downwards. Always the appropriate amount of force. Always. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>